Hey guys, Tom McDavid here, and you're listening to Brad Navy Hour. Hey, what's going on? This is Master G coming your way. And is there an hour you need to lock into? Yes, it's the Brad and Navy Hour. The only hour you need to lock into. 27 is on the air. 27, man. This guy. I feel 27 sometimes, I'll tell you that much. Why do you feel like that, Brad? I don't know, just sometimes, you know, your body creaks and start to get all over a little bit. Now, 27? 27. Hey. Dude. Anyway, ask Ovechkin. He had gray hair by 22. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Mr. Marco, I think we have a, a major announcement to make here in the podcast. So we, we do. Some massive news kick things off. I, I want to do it uh, by, first off, thanking Shaq and Raymar and Dave for all they do in this beautiful venue. And Howie's Club, if you have not been here, please, for the love of God, come check this out. We will take care of you. Those guys will take care of you. Come check this place out. It is their birthday destination. So you're having a birthday. Heck, if you're having a Christmas party, uh, a late Halloween party, whatever you're having, a Remembrance Day party, come on down and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that as well. Now, hey, if you want to remember people, it's all good to have a party, right? I'm going to I'm gonna have a, a drink and remember my grandpa on November 11th. I'll tell you how much. Um, first off, though, cut the, cut the crap. I want to announce a huge bombshell announcement. We now have a new sponsor. And it is a premium sponsor. A mm-hmm. massive, 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 or as Donald Trump would say, a huge uh, sponsorship announcement. We are proud, Avery Lewis, Google myself, are proud to welcome Hyder and the Travel Gurus team. To the Brad Avery Hour, uh, welcome to those guys, and thank you so much for choosing us to help you know market you guys and you guys market us. We're so excited for this partnership. Yes, sir. We cannot wait, and we're not going to wait because we have a massive contest announcement. And are we going to wait, or are we going to do it now? We might as well do it. Now. Might as well do it now. We're we'll announcing we'll on board. We'll do the second part towards the end of the show, as we always do with the trivia question. Whatever else, but we are going to take yes, Avery Lewis, McDougal, and myself, and travel gurus are going to take you and a guest. All expenses paid to Arizona and Las Vegas in March. Woo! To see the Edmonton Oilers take on. The Vegas Golden Knights and the Arizona Coyotes in premium, and I mean premium seating. Uh, as uh, from what I've been told, these seats we have our own bar, a waitress. It's going to be incredible. From what I'm hearing, um, that's still unconfirmed and undecided, but that's what I'm hearing. Preliminary talks. Um, we are so excited to be able to do this. We are going to have now. You and this is where watching the show comes in handy, and we, this is where clicking comes in. SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, wherever you want to listen, mm. we are picking this month, starting right now, four winners, four winners this month. Every week, you need to announce or correctly choose the correct answer to our trivia question. Every week, you can only enter once. It's limited to one per person, so a new winner every week. And at the end of the month, we will choose a winner. 
and you and a guest, all expenses paid to Las Vegas and Arizona with us, Avery Lewis McDougal, Brad Barco, and we see Mr. Vic Michaels live in the show. Hey, there maybe, he is. Maybe he will be the first qualifier. We never know. Maybe, never know. He's got to answer the correct trivia question at the end of the show, just like everybody else. And uh, <laughs> we, we, are, we are going to Vegas and Arizona. I couldn't wait to announce. We've been wanting to announce this thing forever. Quite some time, Since yeah. Episodes like number one, it feels like. And finally, we get to announce it, and our good friend Dick is, is there watching with us, and uh, oh, maybe, maybe you can beat him out for the first spot, first two spots, for the trip or two to Arizona and Vegas. Can we pull out the dates for that? To, to get it right yeah, there? we can do that. It okay. is, I, all, as far as I know, it is the end of March. The only time Edmonton is on the road back-to-back -back with, with, with Arizona and, and Vegas. I, I believe it is the end of March. April will look more like mid-March. I'll check to make sure. That. Is it mid-March? More, yeah, it's more like mid-March. The second or third, third, uh, third week. My schedule. I'll check. And also, Brad, are we allowed to announce who's joining us? The ex NHL player. Can we, let, let, we announce yeah, who's coming with us in this trip? Yeah, Hyder Hyder gave me permission to do so. Let's, let's do it. All right. Also joining us is former Edmonton Oiler, former New York Ranger, former Vancouver Canuck. For New Islander, Jason Strudwick, our boy, is joining us our on this boy, trip. Sure. Uh, we we are so privileged to be able to host this event with Jason Strudwick. Uh, travel gurus have, have teamed up together. We're going to be in conjunction with Jason Strudwick and the Brad and Avery Hour to host this great event. Uh, we we are so so excited to to be able to do this, and we. We do have dates, Avery, it looks Yes, like. March 16th and March 17th, 2019. Those two dates will be on. And it is a, it is a Saturday and Sunday, so it looks like um, we don't have the full travel details yet, but if I were to guess, it would go, we would arrive on a Friday, Friday night, and then we would go uh, until Monday. So, um, so we will we will do that. Hey, uh, Vic Michaels is eager here, very eager to uh to to get some uh get some great up guests we're gonna announce that very very soon we have a, a few confirmed guests we're not quite ready ready to release it we're gonna do that uh, hopefully next week we'll have uh, some ready for you and, and uh, we'll go from there but that is creeping up too maybe tell the guys about that as well yes the Brighton Avery great cup extravaganza is going to go down November 24th 9 p.m. At Match Downtown, inside Grand Villa Casino. You know where, know where Grand Villa is? That's inside Rogers Place. So we're going to have some fun. we have some, some, some TSN personalities coming through. CFL alumni. Hey, come on down. Incredible. Maybe we'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a fun little entrance, the two of us, to open the night up. I heard your mom's coming too, right? She might. She's coming to be your chaperone. But, well, I, think you, well, I think your mom will be coming too. That's the funny thing. With, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing with the podcast. Here's the funny thing. Brad's family has been almost everything we've done so far. And my family's been kind of, you know, they're busy. Haven't showed up yet to any events. I, I just hear excuses, though. <laughs> <laughs> but this could be the day where they, we do see the Avery family come on out for the Great Cup party and match. I you better so. come down, too. Yeah, I hope so. I, yeah. I heard uh, uh, Dick Michaels could have a 
a special guest join him as well. Uh, I'm not gonna, not gonna release any details. <laughs> he knows who we're referring there. to. He knows. No, we know you. He knows who we're referring to. A special lady friend, perhaps. Um, it, it's good to see Vic Michaels kind of, you know, explore in that side of the world now. I'm the only, I'm the only married one out of our group, so uh, it's fun to, fun to see all my, all my friends. Uh, you know, get. Uh, I'm not saying he's gonna get married, but <laughs> you know, now he's now he's a little bit not not quite tied down, but he's you know what I mean. Now he's got a a, a sweetheart, so it's good. The pressure's on me. I'm the one single guy in the group now. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard maybe um, Chris Tierney could be a little bit dating now. What? That's weird. That is. That's a yeah, very jokes story. aside, it's all good. Anyway, I mean, before we get into one more point, before we get into our sports topics today, I know last week you, and last week you had your charity event for we did, because of yeah. hope. Yeah, Which, we how did. much money did you raise for Luke Robitaille and Caesar Robitaille's charity? Uh, we're, we're still totaling, but one night uh, on Friday night we raised over forty-one hundred dollars um, Canadian. When it's all said and done, when everything is tallied here at the end of the week, we're gonna have. $7,000 Canadian. I'm, I'm so excited and honored to have the support we did. Uh, great event. Huge shout out to, uh, I got I got to thank my wife, my family for coming out and uh, helping set out. Obviously, Vic Michaels came out and he brought his parents. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. And uh, a huge shout out to, to Marcel from the Summit Show. Uh, he brought Bret Hart to Edmonton a few years ago, and he came and set everything up for us, uh, mannequins, easels, everything else for our pictures and our jerseys. Mm. Uh, we have a few items still available that just didn't quite go. Uh, they're posted online, and they will go until uh, tonight, and then the other item will go to the end of the week. And uh, it's going to be, like I said, close to $7,000 when all said and done. Wow, that's incredible, of course. End of the night, you auctioned off. Now, your plan was... To auction off, well, auction off, chief. I'm a black guy. You saying auction off? Yeah, we're back. Cartesian We Brad. don't condone slavery. It's okay. Hey, either way, <laughs> point one. Uh, Vic Michaels and Brad and his wife were joking. How about we have a, a winner date with Avery? Yeah. And the plan was, I guess, originally you were trying to get we were trying. some servers for Match to come down we were, and, and we were, bid on me. We were trying. They Marissa, were working. I'm, I'm disappointed. They were working. Jack, Dave, come on. So we went around the room <laughs> with Brad's wife, trying to get people to be, to be a part of it. No single girls were there, so we may do what we could for the auction. <laughs> and Brad's <laughs> uncle ends up winning me in the auction. Uh, it was the greatest. <laughs> that was the best item of the night. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, my my uncle won. I mean, it was just a joke. Uh, oh, you know, you'll probably get a gift card, or uh, who knows? Maybe my uncle will take it for dinner. He might. But uh, <laughs> just a great cause. We raised some money, and just a fantastic night. We're surrounded by by great people, family, friends, and we couldn't ask for uh, much better. And uh, hopefully, next year is going to be bigger and better. Hopefully, hopefully. Of course, now moving on to the topics at hand. Uh, well, Brad. The MTS Eskimos, it's over, it's done, nine and nine, yeah. out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. First team, uh, first team says ninety six to go nine and nine and miss the playoffs. Ninety five actually, well, it depends. In, in, the, in the modern era, of course, over ninety six, but in terms of that, that's in generally I mean, at ninety five, yeah. yeah. When, they, when, we, when the Memphis Mad Dogs missed the playoffs at nine and nine, 
back in when when there was the one year of North versus South in the CFL. But still, in the CFL, if you get to nine wins, that was guaranteed a playoff spot. The West was that good this year. The yeah. West was that good. It was, and you're seeing now, and now you're seeing, um, it's Calgary in there, it's BC in there, it's Saskatchewan in there, and it, I, it was a year where, if you're Ed Hervey right now, you're laughing seeing your team, who fired you for a power, power struggle, going to watch you possibly win the, that great cup in your stadium. Right, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, look, look who's on. I see your mom is on. Yes. Uh, thanks for the support. We, we appreciate it. Uh, good, to, good to see you on, and uh, mm. thank you so much for, for tuning in. Uh, I don't know if Avery told you. Did Avery tell you he was uh, – we, we, we auctioned off a dinner with Avery, and uh, it worked out well. Oh, I don't she know. commented. I, 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 she said weird. I guess what she said weird. She sure <laughs> about that. Yeah, I know. It was weird. Auctioning off a black guy for a dinner. We didn't condone. No, it was, it was all good. It was, <laughs> you're the only single one, so we couldn't do it any other. What, what, who else are we do with it? Good auction me off. <laughs> I, I'm not single. True. They're not auctioning daddy off because daddy's well. Real, he's, we he's, don't even know. Well, it's a work in progress. We'll say that. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking at your mom is in here too in the chat room. Both are here. Oh yeah, I see yes. my in there as well. And Danny, PWA gift. You have Danny, you're tripping. He wants Fernando Pisani on the one. He wants him to come to the Great Cup party. You know what? Hey, Danny, I'll call Michael Tester too. Maybe he'll come by. But we got mutual friends. Bring down the old, bring the Oilers in. Bring the twenty. There you bring go. Bring 2010 Oilers in. Mike York team. too. Mike York, why Ray, not? Ray Murray, you want everybody? Ray Murray, Todd Harvey, Mike Comrie, Mike Comrie, made Sam Gagne, Todd Rudin. He played seven. Todd games. Rudin, Ray Whitney. Played 15 games before getting dealt to Florida. Yeah. For eight games, sorry. That's right. Yeah, you want to go old Oilers. Yeah, we're talking about the Eskimos. And this is a year where the defense was not good enough. The secondary right, was, was absolutely atrocious. shredded at times. And even though Eskimos won against Winnipeg, Winnipeg, play, Winnipeg, okay. Winnipeg didn't play just in middle like the kicker. Ryan Langford, a receiver, was a kicker. For like, to me, that's, that goes to show how they didn't care about this game when they scratch a kicker and put yes. a receiver. Yeah. That was the kicking duties for the, the season finale. You know what? Kickers have been <laughs> kickers have been weird all around. Like not even the CFL, the NFL. You look at Caleb Sturgis at uh, cut mm. from this. Uh, I want to call him San Diego, but the LA Chargers. Um, you know, and it's just you know just a, a crazy crazy sequence. I know it was really weird. Another thing is too in. In the NFL, there's much less legal for kickers because the pool of kickers in, in, in the NFL is much larger. You see second chance than giving the CFL guys more. And that game against Winnipeg, I just saw a team of Winnipeg not really caring because it was mainly second stringers and third stringers giving, Ed, giving Edmonton's first string guys a fight. So let me ask you this. It's an interesting year in Edmonton, an interesting offseason. We got Moss potentially fired, potentially. Mm-hmm. We don't know. No, we don't. Um, you know, Mike Riley, we don't know. No. Now, let me ask you, does Mike Riley stay or does Mike Riley go? And if Mike Riley goes, what's the future for this football team? Well, down to your first part, I think if Jason Moss stays and Mike Riley stays, from what I know, Moss and Riley are very close together. They've yeah. been that way for quite some time. So I think if Jason's gone, Mike looks elsewhere. And I've said it before, I think the obvious landing spot is to be in BC, or even if you're, or now people aren't thinking as much so, but if Ricky Ray retires 
and James Franklin is not mm. the answer in Toronto. Yeah. You could see my brother mm. Argonaut next year. Yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting. I'll tell you though, we talked about this off camera, and, and maybe if, if you know Vic's still in here, he can uh, he can kind of chime in too. But if Mike Riley leads this team, the Eskimos are in for a wool, and I mean a wool of trouble. Not next year, not even next year. We're looking at a good probably five years for this Edmonton Eskimo team to go through a quote-unquote rebuild. It hurt because right now, and say, for example, Michael does leave. Your quarterback depth chart goes for 2019. Kevin Glenn, Daniel Bryan, Zach Klein. Now, now let me get you this, though. There's a lot of free agents out there. Does Paul Levi Mitchell re-sign Calgary? I, I would assume so. Um, let's say, worst case scenario, he doesn't. Um, you know, uh, who else is a free agent? Who's the other quarterback? Oh, you also um, have Trevor Harris in Ottawa. He's a free agent. So there's another option. So, is yes, it's not a Mike Rowling, but are, are you okay? Are you okay with the Trevor Harris at quarterback? I am. He's a guy who's right now killing in Ottawa. He's been a stud for the Red Blacks since the retirement of Henry Burris. I think Trevor Harris would be a very good replacement if Mike does leave. It will be a better solution than, say, rushing a Daniel Bryan in. And no, not to bash Daniel at all. Danny is still, to me, in my mind, a couple years away from being a CFL starter. Yes. But I do not want to see next year Daniel Bryan be pushing the service. And, hey, we have nobody else. Here you go, kid. And see Edmonton be a five-win team in 2019. Well, and yeah, and that's that's what's going to happen. I think if if Mike leaves, and um, there there's no replacement, I I think you'll you'll see that, and they're they're going to have to do it through the draft. Though, if that's the case, they're going to have to draft well. They're going to have to draft the quarterback. They're going to have to, you know, obviously their defense needs to be a hell of a lot better. But let me tell you though, they've lost a ton of guys off the negotiation list already because mm-hmm. guys want to go to the AFL. Of guys want to go to the new Amer- Alliance Football League and, you know, maybe the XFL when it comes or, yeah. or whatever because a lot of these guys are Americans. So yes. they want to be close to home. They, you know, we know Mike's from lives in Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe. I, I just, excuse me, I just don't see. Because I talked about this with my dad the other day. Mm-hmm. With my in-law, uh, my father-in-law is um, Mike Riley. Is I don't see Mike Riley at NFL caliber. I don't see him, you know, being a starter in the NFL. I don't see him being a backup. We we've been down that road, you know. He's we we tried the whole third string, you know, in Green Bay or mm-hmm. you know, it, oh, it wasn't the Jets. Sorry, Ricky Ray. Uh, Pittsburgh is, and, and Mike, yeah, Mike was also with Pittsburgh as well um, too. He was third string in with the Steelers yeah, that's too. right. Yeah, you know, so. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I really, I don't know what to think of the whole situation. Um, and you got to think, if Moss leaves, mm. if Riley leaves, who else is next? I, I would assume Duke Williams goes to the NFL. Or I would assume so. Tries it. Who knows if Brandon Zilstra comes back uh, with his stint in Minnesota. Mm. Um, does Darrell Walker try the NFL again? Is C.J. Gable go somewhere else? Also, um, Brian Mitchell, two of the free agents, and Brian That's steps right. up big time yeah. with his first hundred thousand yard receiving year with the Eskimos in Zilstra's yeah. absence. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Daddy's here just saying, 
get Leo Rush on the show. The the mouthpiece oh, of Bobby Lashley. Leo Rush. <laughs> no, I'd rather not that guy, please. Oh, oh God. well, it'll be a tough offseason, and of course, um, and the CBA for the CFL's coming up, so we may not even know if we're gonna have a 2019 season. We don't know. Uh, well, and that's <laughs> the other thing. You look, uh, you know, you look at that, and then you look at the NHL potentially. I mean, it could be a could be a rough year for sports here in the next year too. Oh, it could be, and and here I'm hearing that the CFL is not gonna pay player bonuses now before this, and. If you're a league, that's a bad look for not be playing paying bonuses before a potential work stoppage. I mean, that's yeah. just me. So we'll see what happens there. Hopefully there isn't a work stoppage. There's never been one in CFL. Is there? Canadian football is one of the few sports to not have a work stoppage in terms of games lost. Which is good. Which is, yeah, which is which is good. But, I mean, that's a, that's a story now we'll, that we'll keep a close, close eye on. And Absolutely. I think uh, I, I'm leaning more, I think, towards a um, a work stoppage, but we'll, we'll see. What, what do you think about that? You know, we almost had one, I believe, uh, 2013. We came close to it. But I think at the end of the day, these guys will realize it's too much a state to lose. With the league that's trying to expand to a younger audience, that's trying to expand internationally with games potentially in Mexico's uh, next season. It's too much to lose for CFL right now to have a work stoppage and one that could potentially shorten the season from 18 to 16 or 14 or 12. They can't have yeah. it right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, this whole expansion with Halifax, how's that going to work? Uh, do you think that happens within the next year or is, is that more of a couple year thing down the road? I think I know the I know OSHA group there is, is um, I believe, still on a location in the suburbs of That's Halifax. Right. Yeah. But I think it'll take, I realistically, I don't think we have a team there until 2021. I think you'll hear an announcement in 2020 with the, remember, they have, they have built a stadium. They can't just play in a parking lot. Right. So, yeah, no, 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 of I think, not. I think, I think Great Cup 2020, or even earlier, I think start of the year, start of the year 2020, you'll hear, hey, it's official, 10 teams coming, Halifax, mm-hmm. whatever. And then by Great Cup 2020, You'll see the announcement, this formal name, colors, stadium's done, 2021, here we go, the Halifax franchise is ready to go. Interesting, okay. Interesting. That's my prediction. Interesting. Well, so let's move over then, to see if I think we beat that a little bit. So let's move over to the NHL and uh, talk about the Edmonton Oilers. And mm. We've had discussions week after week after week when they started on to, to now they're 8-5 and five in one, guys. And you know what? 851. I'm okay with 8501. Yeah. There is nothing to complain about. Even after tonight's game, you know what? I lost. Hey, they lost to the Defending Stanley Cup champions. They beat them once already. They split the home and home because they beat them in Edmonton. Washington beats them in Washington. The ice looked a little bad. Mm. Talbot's first game back in about a week. You know, I let them get their legs under them. And we, we talked about this. I'm okay with 2 and 2 road trip. I'm okay with a 3 and 1 trip. Um, they beat Detroit quite handily, um, you know, on Saturday night. Uh, Koskin went in a couple soft goals, but, you know, all in all, look good. Mm-hmm. I, I think we see Miko Ko- or Mika Koskin and Miko Koskin uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, a lot of people are complaining here, Avery, and the points being, oh, they're taking away the starting job from Talbot, yada, yada, yada. 
you know, oh, he's going to replace Cam Talbot. This is a new starter. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and everybody's complaining about yes, but we ought to be complaining about, you know, all this other stuff going on. You're not, right now, guys, they're 8, 5, and 1. Don't fix what's not broken. I I didn't mind Ty Ratty not in the wild today. Because who are you pulling out? I don't mind, like, here's to me, and, and Miko, I don't mind Costco playing because I'll tell you why. He's 3-0. Yes. That's why. That's why I don't mind this guy playing. No, you're and, right. and I'll tell you this. Coming off a shutout against, sorry, who did you, you shut out? He shut out, that was Chicago. Chicago. Coming off a shutout. If you're Todd McClellan, do you look at him and say, sorry, kid, sit on the bench? No, that's a guy you got to get into the lineup again because guess what that does? That builds confidence. Yeah. That builds character. That builds the team in front of him, knowing they have confidence enough to put him in the lineup. Miko Koskinen, forget what you've seen in the preseason. This is what we're gonna get. I think from Koskinen the rest of the way. Is it gonna stumble? Is it gonna struggle? Is it gonna let a gold in? Absolutely. You know, you look at Rob on right now, who's trying to my cousin from Vancouver. Look at the Canucks. Who would have thought the Vancouver Canucks are, would be where they are? I know. I'm not complaining at 8-5-1. But guess what? Here's what needs to happen. And please chime in on this. I think um, Pui Arby and, and Kylo Yamamoto need to go down. I, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. I'm more I'm more inclined to Yamamoto going down because you have Ratty coming back. You have Kajula performing well on the top line. Everything seems to click right now. Yamamoto needs playing time. Bakersfield's got a good team right now. Let him go down. Let him play in the top six. Build that confidence. Get that experience again at the pro level. Keep going. And then next year he comes back. Or maybe he's the first call-up outside of Ethan Bear and he comes back. Maybe, right. but no, I do agree though that I do agree that yes, he does need to be sent down because I'm I was never a fan of the scratching for four games, whatever, playing one. I think yes, he's he's been their project for a couple of years. He's 20 years old. Either play him or send him down. I don't want to see Yessie sitting or playing 10 minutes. He's a part of your future. Treat him as such. Let him develop because you don't develop. You you watch a game, fine. Watch one game. But you yeah. don't develop as a player by sitting in the press box eating popcorn five nights in a row. Yeah, you, you don't. don't. No, you, you don't. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Um, but we, we've talked. I'm going to talk about this game. Like, 8 5 and 1. They beat Chicago twice. They watched in their 1 and 1 again. Like, and they and they took Pittsburgh overtime. Mm, they did. Who the hell? Would have had this team at eight five and one. Not many. Me and you didn't even have. No, I did not. At eight five and one. I did not have that eight five and one. Like, you know, big shout out to Warren Barrett. He's on. Chimed uh, in, listening to us. We appreciate you, man. Uh, it's been a long time since seeing Warren Barrett. So mm. good to see you, man. Uh, you know, um, you lots of talent. Like Cooper Marodi, for me, mm. impressed in the time he was in Edmonton, uh, but. I, I all, all for me all times down to Koskinen and Cam Talbot. I love the battle in the crease. Yeah. Because when's the last time we had a backup goaltender that can push our starter to be somewhat better? 
and you have a competition in the crease night in and night out. Yeah, no, we haven't had that. A, is a good problem to have. No, we haven't sure. had a true goalie battle. Not since when it was at Matthew Giron and we were all seen. Not since then, and that was what some almost ten years ago. Ten years, a decade since we've had a decent backup goalie. Cam Talbot's not going to play seventy whatever games <laughs> he played two seasons ago because he's going to. You're going to have him retired by thirty-two years old. <laughs> he's going to break down and yeah. or, or thirty-five or what? He's going to break down. So to have Costin to come in and basically shut up the haters. He had, I, I'm going to be right there with you, he had a, tr- a, a horrendous, horrendous preseason. He did. Horrendous. Well, let me tell you, he shut him up now. This guy's 6'7", and watching him, Avery, watching his positioning, watching him in the crease, where do you put the puck? There's not much room to score on him. No, the guy, that, I, that is incredibly tough, and you're right, though. He's at three. He's a three zero and zero. He's got a goal against, goals against average of two point zero one. You're probably seeing him. Uh, you're probably seeing goalie who they paid two point five million step up for. Hey, yeah, you, you got to back it up, right? And and let me. Like I said, this Oilers team is not going to go seventy and you know twelve or whatever. <laughs> it's not happening. They're going to go on a skid. Mm-hmm. It's inevitable. They have to. But it will happen. For them to go win two or win three, lose one, win two, lose one, win four, lose one, I will take that all year. No, no, I agree with you. I don't I'll start. take that all year long. Yeah. No, I definitely will agree. You know, hey, compared to how last year went, that tire fire was out of the playoffs by this time <laughs> last year. No, I know. They were. They, it was. It was a, cu- it was go, a tire fire. Let's go to the schedule here. Let's go, go, go to November. What do you, what, so what do you got? You got Tampa Bay next. Tampa Florida, Florida. Colorado, Montreal, Calgary. That's the next week. Now let me tell you, the one and one on this trip with a win against Detroit, Washington, mm-hmm. against Washington. I, look, I'm not going to lie. Tampa Bay is a good hockey team. Absolutely, there. I would not be surprised if that game goes to overtime. Yeah, I, I maybe you know I, I believe I have an inkling Koskinen starts this game. If not, Cam starts. Koskinen gets a start in Florida. I would assume uh, the way he's playing, he probably gets one, or at least one, uh, if not two starts on the road. Um, so Tampa Bay, I see him maybe maybe a win here, and then uh, a win in Florida. So they could easily still five hundred on this trip. And then, of course, you're going to have a tough week, tough couple weeks with Colorado uh, back at home. And um, with that top line right now, questionably the best line, best top line right now in the game, is Mika Rantanen, Gabriel Langeskog, and, uh, I'm sorry, his name is Gaby, who's the, who's the, uh, the third guy in the top line. Oh, on the top line for Colorado. Um, Not JT Comfort. Uh... Rantanen, Langenstrom, and um, is it McKinnon? McKinnon, yeah, name McKinnon. McKinnon, there you go. So McKinnon, Rantanen, Langenstrom. That, that's right now the best line for me, best line in the game um, at this point. Now, yeah. that being said, like they're getting contributions from everybody, but 
That's a that's a good hockey team right now. No, Colorado's um, been killing it so far. They they so they got them coming, and in Montreal, of course, we all know that surprise they've been in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and then and then let's not forget about Calgary. Yeah, um, good bad about first year first time this year, and then it's a little weird seeing them that late in the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually they got two or three games already against them, and then of course uh, Vegas, San Jose, and Anaheim, and then LA, couple. Uh, Couple of divisional games there, and it doesn't get easy. But the Oilers seem to do well this year, at least against stiff competition. No, they have been, yeah. And, and you're right, though. Usually, their schedule to start the year is never this East heavy or interdivisionally heavy. And usually, by usually by now, they would have played a Calgary or a San Jose or yeah. whoever. Yeah. Uh, the game against Calgary is a first divisional game on the 17th. And that's, that's rare that they've gone over a full month of playing a team in their own division. But it'll be a test. It'll be a test to see how they do against this Flames team, which is cooking. Even though Mike Fernandez struggles, it's a team with Sean Monaghan, yeah. Sam Bennett, and Johnny Goudreau. That's another team that's found a diamond in the rough back of goaltender. David Riddick has mm. been absolutely like that. Riddick's been killing it. He's been incredible. Um, so, I, I, you know, if we see either one of those guys. And, of course, uh, Elias Wynholmes. I've uh, been incredible since coming over from Detroit or from Carolina, and of course you got the contributions from Monahan, uh, Kachuk, you know Goudreau, um, Giordano still contributing on the back end, and even even with the goaltending struggles, they find a way to win. It was just a couple nights ago they scored five goals in the third period to win a hockey game. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that, that's incredible and. You know, it's so it's just a testament to their hockey team right now as well, and it's going to be a great test job next Saturday. Right? Yeah, no, and of course, I want I want to go from the better teams to the little the known gong show in terms of the Ottawa Senators. This is a team where the bad news just keeps on coming. Oh my goodness! Be it from the Melnick situation, the Eric Carlson drama, the Cody CC barbecue accident, and now and now. Footage comes out of footage. footage. Like we have video evidence from an Uber. About four four players in Ottawa in an Uber in Florida talking about the team and their struggles mm. and just bashing one assistant coach Marty Raymond. Basically they're saying they haven't paid attention to him in three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> in this Uber How video. would you feel? Let me ask you. <laughs> How would you feel if a player came to you and said, I don't give a you know what about you? All your video, all your coaching. I haven't listened to you in three weeks. That to me, that's a sign right there that you have already lost the room, and we're only in November. Right? This yeah. is the, this team's in for a long haul. Um, you know, and it's I, you mentioned it over dinner. Who in the hell wants to play in Ottawa right now? Nobody. I don't. It's not. It's, I don't even want to play in Ottawa. I don't even want to go there. Like, <laughs> If you're a free agent, or if you're if your contract's coming up, Ottawa is a team. Like don't get me wrong, Ottawa. I love the city of Ottawa. I spent time there this summer. I spent time there last year extensively covering the CFL. I love Ottawa. I'm mad I didn't go there sooner in life, but I would not play for the Senators. I'm sorry, I would not be an Ottawa Senator. And right arena's now. like 17 hours from in Canada, uh, which uh, is uh-huh. literally in the middle of a cornfield. If you're sitting here, Canada is all the way, all the way, Brad. Oh. Up the steps. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Over here. Uh-oh. Ottawa. 
Uh oh. I, I don't know where he's going or what he's doing. The hockey team, 5,000 miles away from the city of Ottawa. How does that make sense? Tell me why, Eugene. Tell me. Yeah, well, hey, we, we've talked about this before. You, In order to get this team on track, I believe Eugene Melnick must sell this team. Yeah. That's the best case scenario. Um, just give it up. You know, take his losses, take his money or whatever it's going to be and, and run. Run for the hills. Um, this is going to be, with all this coming out, Avery, this is going to be one of the nastiest rebuilds I think I've ever seen in the hockey team. Is it really a rebuild? I mean, this is an owner who last year went on national TV. Well, it's going to be re- You know what I mean. Oh, I know. But it's one of the nastiest things I've seen. Yeah, I mean, this is an owner who went on TV and basically threatened to the fan base when I move this team to Houston. First of all, there's no way, and I understand that there are struggles, but the NHL will not take lightly to a threat on national television by the Canadian market. No. Sorry, Eugene, they won't. And no. if the team, and here's the thing, you can't just move it like that. The league and Ottawa would do, the, would do their due diligence to find an owner in Ottawa yes. if you want to sell. And we, we have an owner too. Okay, go buy the well, sense. Ah, I got, I got. Well, yeah, I'm gonna be careful. Maybe, maybe, that. Me, <laughs> maybe me and you will go buy the sandwich for 45 cents. Sure, but net worth it'll we'll, be in about we'll, a few we'll months. We're gonna move into like new market or something. New shelves, new market. We're gonna turn home economy. Home economy, David. Hey, Saskatoon, you want a team? I mean, they <laughs> they tried to get the Blues many of 35 years ago and got blocked. I heard uh, Quebec City is number 13. That's, you know, that's a place where, it's funny, you got the brand new arena, well, new-ish, the Videotron Center, sitting and really empty. It's only being used yeah. for the QMJHL. Mm-hmm. And it was built for NHL at hockey. Yeah, So, right. if you belch once again, you nasty. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see what happens if we do one day get a Quebec team. But I do think that we do need to... Even up the conferences before we do put a Quebec team in the NHL. And you know what? It's it's all about things that disaster. I I don't even know what to say about it. I feel bad. You, you can't help but feel bad for the players. Like I I feel so bad for Matthew Shane and guys like Bobby Ryan and you know Zach Smith and Craig Anderson. You know what is Eric Carlson and Mike Hoffman doing now? They're sitting there laughing. Of course. Because <laughs> they got out of town. And they're sitting on a beach in California and Florida. Yeah. And playing good hockey. Or at exactly. Carlson is. Or, or Mike Hoffman is not on a very good team either right now. But uh, hopefully that changes. So, yeah, you escaped Ottawa. Yeah, you mentioned it. You're right, Brad. They're now sitting on a beach. Like, I would much rather right now be sitting on a beach but in if, Southern California. But if you're Chris Cuny, mm-hmm. or you're Dylan DeMello, who came over in the Eric Carlson trip, what are you thinking? Like, you gotta be sitting there like, I love hockey, mm-hmm. but goddamn, I'm 28 years old, I should retire. I think Did I play for the Ottawa Senators? Now, I would have, no, I would say, you know what? Alright, I'm here for however long. I'll do my best to make it work. I'll try my hardest to make it work some way, somehow. If I can't, oh well, on to the next That's place. almost as bad as a Ryan Whitney stint in Edmonton. <laughs> like, it, it was that... Bad or the Cliff Bronger stint in Edmonton as well. That bad. You know, it was awful. It was ugly. Wow. It was terrible. It was nasty. Great Bronger guys throw a Stanley Cup off, and then he left because he, 
you know, well, decided to do some extracurricular. We don't know that for sure, though. Well, we don't goes. know that for sure. We're not going to oh, try to sell sued. We're not going to try to sell sued here to Brian Avery Hour. We're not getting sued. The Brian Avery Hour does not know knowledge of what <laughs> might have happened. We're not getting sued. To lead to the uh, departure of Chris Pronger. But, uh, you we know what I mean, know though. What happened you, exactly? You, you know <laughs> what I mean, though. Chris Pronger left. And then everybody else left. Spot That's Tech true. Left, yeah. Whatever else. Spot Pekka left, yeah. And it was a complete and utter disaster. Edmonton after that. So, it's a complete and utter disaster. Things aren't going to change anytime soon. And that you can't you can't help but feel bad for them. No, of course. And thinking with the NHL for a second here, I know um, one of the more interesting moves happened, not an, in a digital platform. The NHL and NHL and NBA Sports unveiled... Six designing six jerseys, which are jerseys for the original six teams: Boston, New York, Montreal, Chicago, Toronto, Toronto Montreal, and which are only going to be used in the video game. And we'll post a link to the jerseys on our Facebook page. And these things are awful. Yeah, yeah. You know, for it. You know what the least <laughs> one reminded me of, though, and that's why I kind of liked it. Was a seventy-two seven the the series, yeah, in a blue and white mm-hmm. So that for me was okay because that. For me, still symbolized Toronto in mm-hmm. a sense, but the other ones were, were hideous. No, Boston's was doing way too much in one jersey. The Blackhawks had a random green stripe in the red and black of it. And what do you? What do you do? Why? And Sean Ramsey, what are you doing, Shawnee? Uh, what are you doing? That was weird. What it's weird, Sean. Doing? It's weird, Sean. I know Sean very well. Do that's with weird. <laughs> he went it's weird. He went for having a good game. So, oh my god, this is super weird. The jersey, you know what? Give him credit though. I think, you know what? I think in the future you'll see NHL teams testing out prototype jerseys via NHL video games now. Hey, what we're talking about, John? Tell that guy I want the new throw jerseys in the game, and I want them now. That could be a new I, patch. I, I've been waiting for a year. I've been waiting for months for this. You know what? That Come could on. be patched Come in on, pretty John. soon. Hey, you know, yeah, Esports. They're always you, to, now. you know, they, they could be in the works for the next gaming patch. Could be by All-Star break to get that in there. You never know. And just like I, I don't get a roster update. Don't got that part of the game's over already. Come on, you know Sean. What, you know what I do want, though? Um, you know, it'll be cool to see. Of course, it's been the talk. We'll, we'll have story mode. What about, I know you have Legends in the game. I'm working on a story. I'm working on a second piece on when I went to EA Sports this summer for OilerBreak.com. What about... In FIFA 19, they they added a they added a retro uh, they added like a retro game you can play as a part of the journey. What about in HL 20, League of Legends, and you can play classic ranks, classic rules. Huh. Oh, imagine! I'm onto something here. You know, you you can have you can you can have your Legends teams. Before that, what about a Frostbite story mode? So we can have a decent story mode, guys. Yeah. I think I think I'm Frostbite. Like Twenty years. I think it's coming to hockey. It has to eventually come to the NHL series. Why does it take them 20 years? <laughs> it FIFA, takes time. It's not FIFA easy. The NBA has had it for the last four. Well, different, different Why are we behind? Different dev teams. And different, and different then dev teams guess what? have Then hand goals. it over EA Sports. Hand it over to somebody else who's going to do it. I don't, I don't know if you want EA Tiburon, which is mainly football and basketball, handling hockey. I don't know about that. Hey. EA Sports has a story mode with Madden. You couldn't get it in NHL? Come on. Well, again, different dev teams. The, the team that handles hockey is in Vancouver. Well, the maybe that team needs to collaborate and get together here. Well, you know what? We'll see. We'll see because it would... Don't, don't be right. 
it would be interesting to see uh, story mode. I think it's gonna happen. Although it's funny because I'll give them credit though. When we were in Vegas and they sent me the email, yeah. basically teasing the story mode and the trailer. It was a good tease. It was, it was a really good tease. You saw a pond hockey, and I figured. I personally thought, oh, a pond? Oh, probably like you know, start in the backyard. Your journey. I figured that would be a journey um, trailer, a teaser. Right. But you know what? You never know. I mean, hopefully we're back in the awards next year to see what they do. I, I think we will be. But I yeah. think I do think the NHL 20 will be the first year of some form of a storm, or be it a player making his way through junior or college hockey to the NHL. Wouldn't that be something? It'd be a good play as like. The Michigan Wolverines, or you know the, um, you know Boston College, like that would be cool. I want an NCAA college game. Wouldn't that be something? You know, on the Frozen Four, you know, like I think it'd just be super cool. I'm a, I'm a big for those of you that know me. I'm a massive college sports fan. I love the NCAA football. I love NCAA basketball, which starts tomorrow, by the way. Yes, it does. Um, and then, uh, of course, NCAA hockey. I wish we covered it more, or more people in Canada covered it, because that's incredible. Um, quickly, I, I do want to Duke teams ever. You have, and it starts with R.J. Barrett. They're, this team, from their starting five, three of their top guys can go one, two, and three in the draft. Mm. No, Duke is a very scary team. And watch, you know, I've watched Zion Williamson's game from high school. Now, even when people are making jokes about saying, that's a grown man, check his ID. That is a kid who's six seven, two eighty. He's NBA ready. That boy, that's a man beast right there. And watching him in the exhibition games, like you like watching the exhibition series in Montreal, and Toronto, it's not fair. He's gonna bully yeah, some boys yeah. in the NCAA ball this year. He's gonna be good though, and, and like I said, this Duke team is is dangerous. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, obviously with Canadian content with RJ Barrett and. And everything going on there. I mean, that's a what better program than to be at Duke? And I I see it being a a one maybe two year done for RJ Barrett, and I see him already entering the NBA draft. And wouldn't that be cool if the Toronto Raptors somehow some way moved up to uh, to grab him? Well, they need they need some serious moves because right now the Raptors are nine and one and. Probably going to be a team in the Eastern Conference Finals or Finals, so I, I, that team getting the number one pick is will be slim to impossible, I think, in my that, mind. That's <laughs> another. That's that's another thing. The Raptors nine and one, nine and one. Mm. What and where? How did this happen? I didn't see them. I I knew they were going to be good, and I knew Kawhi was going to be good. I didn't know Kawhi was going to be this good. Oh, I knew. And here's the thing, Brad. That game against LA where they just ran through the Lakers, Kawhi didn't play. He Kawhi didn't play. He's not playing tonight. No, like that game against Lakers, that was all. That was Kyle Lowry ball. the score of the game right now. Yeah, the game where they beat LA, it was Kyle balled out. Serge Ibaka had a big game, and Pascal Siakam. Siakam's game has improved immensely. This is a guy who I think he will be someone who might win most player player in the league. That was a heck of a game for the Lakers, and LA's a team right now. They're in the ropes. Magic has said, unless Magic has, he confronted Luke Walden and said, They're up, I'm sorry, they're up 94 72 after the third quarter. Jeez. I'm going to give you some stats here. If the Raptors don't scare you, and he, if the Toronto Raptors don't scare you, and I know we said it before, become the Raptors, but this is different. 
this is not the same team that will go out in the first round and be forced to seven games by the seventh seed. This team is closing out ball games. It has to close out early in the season. Uh, Kyle Lowry's already got a double double. True, true. Um, got no no Kawhi Leonard tonight, but you got Kyle Lowry with 17 leading the way. Um, Siakam, who you just talked about, 16. Uh, Serge Ibaka balling too. He's got 13. Uh, Van Bleek's got 12. Uh, Valanciunas, JB's got 11. Uh, OJ's got or OG, so he's got nine. And Green's got seven. And then even Greg Monroe getting in on the action with mm-hmm. four. Uh, he's you know he's kind of been good off the bench as well, but still nothing. Powell's played 13 seconds. About all he's got, but man, what a what a what a game to the Raptors! What a what a start to the year. They're gonna be 10 and one, and uh, this is a team that I believe that's gonna run away at the East. No, and right now everybody, even on ESPN, even guys like Stephen A. Stu, even Stephen A. See Skip. I'm mixing up Stephen A. Smith. The late Stuart Scott and Skip Bayless. You Stephen, love, you a, love Stephen A. Smith. Stephen That's... A. Smith is a guy who, for years, has been a doubter of the Raptors. You're seeing him now give them due, due, their due praise, which really has to right now. This is a team that came into LeBron's house and was up by 25 one point. Yeah, yeah, they they ran away with it. Uh, even like, what are you if you're LeBron James? What are you thinking? Like, oh my God, what in the world did I come to? Right now, you're seeing a team that doesn't know how to click because you're seeing right now, it's a young, there are a lot of young, promising guys on this team like Kyle Kuzma, like Lonzo Ball, like Josh Hart. This is a team that has potential, but it's going to take some time to gel in LA. It has to. They need time. They mentioned it yesterday. I, I watched the Raptors in 30. Right? I caught these just the 30 minutes of the game. They mentioned yesterday, though, Kyle Kuzma was never a very good college player. He was absolutely garbage. He was terrible. But he's starting to translate into something special in LA. Mm-hmm. And I really think Luke Walton's on the really on the cusp of, of greatness here in LA. And Magic kinda gave him that that vote of confidence uh, today, saying he's not gonna fire Luke Walton. Uh, he believes in Luke Walton, he believes in the process, he believes what they're trying to do. But then you got Magic on here saying they're poised and ready to bring another star to LA in this summer, a star or two. I mean, could that possibly be Kawhi Leonard? That's a possibility because we still don't know if Kawhi. I mean, Kawhi's been saying he's like he's enjoying Toronto more. He's warming up for the city, but you know he would love to go to LA and play at home. You know he would love. Even though he was a Lakers fan growing up, he was a Sixers fan growing up. He said, "You know that playing at home as a California boy is still very enticing to him." Nine and one. You you gotta look though. If you're Kawhi Leonard, nine and one. The teams are—they're about to go ten one. I don't see them losing to Utah. Uh, ten and one. Let's say, let's say they make the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. At what point do you say you're not going to wait to the NBA finals? At what point do you say you know what? I'm committed to this Raptor team and I'm staying long term. I think if you if you're Kawhi, if, if I'm Kawhi, if this is a team that's at 56, 57 wins, you think you know what? All right. I'm in long term. I'm in. Because this is a team, they're win now. Yeah. And their window's not going to be forever. They're going to no, be like the Lakers not. and have to go through, through, through a rebuild again. But they're in a win now mode for probably the next 
I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe the next three years. Three to five years, I say, this Raptor team is going to be really good. Especially with Kawhi. If Kawhi sticks around long term, Kyle, you know, Kyle obviously sticks. But could we see a guy like Paul George come to Toronto? Could we see, mm. you know, could we see a big name? Could we turn into the Lakers and see a big name sign in Toronto? It is possible, but it does definitely depend on Kawhi staying long term. We don't know. I don't know. Like, if Kawhi I can grow stays, wings one day and fly, so, but. So, Grant, let, let's say the season's over. Yeah. Kawhi stays. Signs like, a, I don't know, let's call it a four-year deal. If you're another free agent, do you say, hell yeah, I'm in on that as well? Do I yeah. come to Toronto because I'm committed. I believe in this. I believe in Kawhi. I believe in Kyle Lowry. I believe in Jonas Valanciunas in the, in, the, in the nucleus of this team. And sign, or is LA just too good to pass out? Is is Golden State just too good to pass out? Is Oklahoma City just too good to pass out? Houston's another team. Is that too good to pass out? Like, where does Toronto fall in this pecking order? Well, I I'm sick of it. I, we see it all the time in Edmonton. Edmonton gets passed up all the time. Free agents. Oh, I don't want to come here because it's cold. I don't come here because it's cold. Toronto's the same goddamn thing. I don't want to come here because it's cold. Oh my God, it snows. Wait till Kawhi Leonard wakes up one day. It's minus 30, and there's 70 feet of snow in the goddamn ground to draw. Then, if he says, I'm going to stay, we know he's legitimately committed to the city and the state. That is true. But I think now the culture in Toronto is definitely changing. You're seeing marquee guys. You know, even, even before Toronto was the sexy market with Vince Carter, guys like him to Toronto because Kim Garnett loves Toronto. He loves it. Charles Oakley loved Toronto. All the old school boys loved because they know Charles is a metropolitan city. They know it's a world-class market. And the younger guys have seen that Canada is not just a bunch of, well, they know now Canada hey, is not Hey, we have Drake, okay? You know, Drake's, Drake's been a massive ambassador for Toronto and Canada as a whole. So you know what? Hey, guys, there's more There's more to Canada than igloos. There's, we don't do maple syrup. Bears. Polar bears. And Drake has been showing people around the world, hey, Canada... Has black people. Yeah. He's been showing that. Yeah. I want right. him too. Right. A black yeah. Canadian. We Ab- exist. Absolutely. Yeah. But for real, like, they've been absolutely. showing that. And you know what, though? Toronto, in the summertime, LeBron comes here in the summertime. Ain't big guys coming here in the summertime. You know why? You got the festivals. You got Carabana. You can go in Carabana. You can go you can go out oh. on Pond oh. Road. You can jump that wave all summer oh, long. Oh, God. Oh, I God. Mean, oh, God. It's good stuff in Toronto. Wow. Okay. <laughs> My my inner Jamaican just about came out with a little bit of good. What Jamaican? Uh, I got a little bit in, in me. I got oh, like point five, point five. Uh, yeah, my, my my uncle's brothers. You had jerk chicken once and made you cry. That's all Jamaican you have. Jerk chicken. I love jerk chicken, man. That is the greatest Caribbean food or or a Jamaican food around. I love jerk chicken. I will eat that all day long. Taste of Edmonton. You know where to find me? The jerk chicken table, man. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I, I'm serious. I, I'm being dead serious. With you. Ask my wife. The jerk chicken and cannolis. That's where it's at, man. I'm a little bit of Italian, little bit, of, little bit of Jamaican. Oh yeah, it's all over. Oh. Um. <laughs> man, should we do that? Should we do the trivia question and wrap this thing up or what? Oh, do you want to do NFL first? Or do you want? Or do you want? Do you want to do NFL or or or, or, or crown jewel? What are you gonna do? One, one. Oh, I, I don't want to want talk to... about crime. No, no, no. You know what? No, no, no. You know what? We're not going to give the dignity. Yeah, we're not going to no. give the dignity of acknowledging We ain't going to give them yet. minutes. No, we're not going to no, give no. them the acknowledgement no. of that what is crown awful draw? card. What is crown jewel? No. You know what? No, we're There's not going to no. recap it. <laughs> no. No. Go, go ahead with the NFL. Go All ahead. right. 
So, well. How do I put into words how much I want Mike McCarthy fired? Why? Well, what's wrong with Mike McCarthy? Oh, nothing beyond wasting Aaron Rodgers' career for the most part in Green Bay. If the Packers fall to 3, 4, and 1 in NFC North, falling 30-17, and right now, NFC North is running away from Green Bay. I always said for years, it was great to be a Packers fan because the division was determined by whatever Green Bay did. And that was always for years coming in second behind Green Bay. Yeah. We're a spot now for the second year in a row, which doesn't happen very much where Green Bay is chasing in their own division. And it hasn't happened very much in the past 25 years. Well, and you, you got to think, I mean, I, like McCarthy said last night, they beat themselves again. Mm-hmm. That's the second week in a row they beat themselves. They could easily have two major wins uh, back to back. Yeah. And a couple, couple costly, costly turnovers really, you know, changed the, the course of the game and possibly the course of the season. No, yeah, it is true. They lost in L.A. And that was a game in which you give Aaron Rodgers the ball in the 25-yard line instead of taking Montgomery going rogue. Could have been a win against the Rams. And then again against New England. You beat yourselves. That could have been two wins right there. And you're back in the division hunt. But now, a wild card spot is a maybe at best if you get hot. A couple of things here, though. A couple of things. Let, let, let's talk, I want to talk about Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They are bad. They are, they are very bad. I oh, know. They're like Michael Jackson um, bad. They, they, are, they are bad. Baker Mayfield is good. Mm-hmm. He had a good game even last week in the losing cause. Yes, you're playing KC. But what in the God's green earth of a hellfire is going on in Cleveland? Well, what, what do they need to do? And how many first-round picks do they need to build this team? Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield. Oh, you could have Bradley Chubb. Hey, the Denver Broncos, thank you for that one. I'll, I'll take that one all day long. All day long, one of the best players in the NCAA. And NC State had one of the greatest uh, tenures there. He fell in the lap of the Denver Broncos at five because freaking Cleveland took somebody else at four. I couldn't even remember. It was that bad. <laughs> but what are, you, what are you doing? Like, this is a poorly, poorly ran organization. The, I think the ownership needs to be fired. If they can fire themselves, do it. Because it is that bad. But they've been bad. We're not talking, This is not new, Avery. They've been bad for a long time. And now the Cavaliers are bad because, oh, the King left. He left the building. He knew Cleveland was bad. See ya. He left. The Blue Jackets are the only hope. This, But does Cleveland even know? They're not even. Columbus is. That's in Ohio. That's in a different halfway, uh, well, same city. Well, halfway but, between Cleveland and Cincinnati. Like, I don't even know if they know they have a hockey team. And they have the Cleveland, like, sea monsters or whatever they're called in the AHL. Lake they're Eri- probably Lake better. Lake Erie Monsters. Oh, Lake Erie they won, they, won, they won the AHL title two years ago. But they're even better than the Cleveland goddamn Browns. What is going on? 
Oh, the, the baseball team, they're, they're going to show the Indians out? Oh, the Indians, the oh, Indians. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Johnson. Oh, that was, yeah, okay. <laughs> They've been good, too. But, what, what, what are you doing? If I'm a Bron, like, I'm living in Cleveland, I'm like, damn, I'm not a Browns fan. Uh-uh. No. If you're a Browns fan, you probably have come to grips with the fact your team is eternally garbage. You found humor in the fact that this is one of the but, worst run teams in all professional but sports. But what I don't get is how... <laughs> I get being a rebuild, and I get, you know, be bad for you know, three to five years. In the Oilers' case, it was ten, you know, but Cleveland's been bad for, like, eternity. Since they got into the league, they've been bad. Since they left and came back, they've been bad. Mm-hmm. So why and how are they this bad? Just sheer incompetence in the front office. It's poor drafting, rushing quarterbacks, rushing guys who weren't ready for the spotlight. And then being like, well, whoopsies, here we go again, with no real consequence of, at all, beyond firing okay. coaches. Three blind mice and me and you can run the Cleveland Browns better than this brand well, now. we would still not give Greg Williams a coaching job now to replace Jackson. <laughs> Mr. Bountygate, Mr. Kill the Head, Mr. Tickers ACL. You know, if I'm Cleveland, let me tell you this. If I'm Cleveland, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, got half a brain, why not go, you know, go talk to, you know, Coach O in LSU. Or, you know, go talk to Saban. Go to, uh, uh, let's we'll leave the controversy alone. Saban. Go talk to, you know, one of these, world, go talk to Chip Kelly. Give him another shot. We've seen, hey, whether you like Chip Kelly or not, or regardless what he did in Philly, He's got a great resume. Why not go that route? But instead, it's Hugh Jackson, who had three wins over three years. I'm surprised he wasn't fired three years ago. That actually is more impressive that he didn't lose the job in the year of zero wins. That is actually more impressive. <laughs> what about Harbaugh, the other one, the other brother in Michigan? What If you're looking for some youth, why not go the other way in the NCAA? Or there's there's tremendous coaches in the NFL you can try and go get. Yeah, but now money I don't talks. Know. You want to spend money? Let's go spend money. Oh, of course, but these coaches, is it more appealing to stay with a college and win national titles than go to Cleveland? Like, oh like, hell! Like, me and you, Avery, they could offer me ten million. I still wouldn't go coach for Cleveland. No, exactly. Well, I don't know. You would turn, I don't know, I, give me 10 million. Want me to coach the Browns? 10 million? Oh, You'd go live in Cleveland? It's 10 million. I'll do it. Give me 10 million. You I'll got, go, I'll I, I, my starting point would be like 15 in Cleveland. Though. <laughs> do you know what's in Cleveland? There is nothing I've been there. in Cleveland. I've been to there Cleveland. There is nothing there. LeBron James ain't even there. Man, many, many years ago, young Avery was in Cleveland. I know, I've been in that city as well. I mean, Man. Cleveland. Oh, man. Oh, the only good thing, or well, that's questionable, too. The only good thing to come out of Cleveland the last few years out. is Machine Gun Kelly. But that's <laughs> questionable, too. Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. What, did, what did Cleveland do to us? Because Eminem bodied that guy. Remember, he's buried six feet deep somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, this is the roast of Cleveland. We're, we're going to get some guy from Cleveland messaging us saying, screw you two punks. We will be near your frozen tundra hey, land of Edmonton. I just say, I just say it how it is. 
At least Edmonton's got a championship. Oh. Hey, come at me, bro. Like, that, that's the way it is. Oh, that's, that's sad. Wow. It's <laughs> a bit harsh. We got championships. So what we're going to do is we're going to target ads for the episode into the Queen Mary on Facebook, right? I'm just kidding. Man. I love Cleveland. But seriously, the Cleveland Browns, they're awful. The Buffalo Bills are even worse. Nathan P. How? Nathan Peterman. Does, does he know anything better about the throw INTs? This, have you seen the gift of the guy going to wash his car and he spills the bucket of water on himself? The hose goes flying. He falls backwards. That's Nathan Peterman trying to play NFL. You know what I'm starting to wonder? Is Nathan Peterman colorblind? Because maybe he can't see his own goddamn jersey and he thinks he's throwing a touchdown. But oh, wait a minute. I just wrote pick six again. Oh, wrong team. Wrong team. But I got a touchdown, coach. I saw a great tweet saying how you can miss a snap of you can miss a snap of Rodgers, of Brady, but you cannot miss a snap of Nathan Peterman. You can't miss a snap. You don't know what he's going to do. If you're, if you're <laughs> Buffalo, you're Shady McCoy, you're Calvin Benjamin, you're the rest of Buffalo Bills, I would do like your teammate did and be like, walk off the field, I'm, I'm retired. <laughs> he's retired mid-game. I, I'm retired. I, I'm done. Actually, speaking of what, did you see that coach in the States? He came out, gave a speech, and walked off the field and retired? <laughs> I'm serious. It happened just last week. That's Man, funny. like, but we talk about Cleveland being bad? Let me talk about Buffalo. And nobody wants to talk about Buffalo, but I want to talk about Buffalo for a minute. No, go ahead. Nobody, and I mean nobody, wants to go to Buffalo. Not even the Bills want to play Buffalo. Man, it is that bad. It is so, and I love Chris Westcott, man. He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> but, man, this guy's been a lifelong Bills fan, living in Chicago. Now with the Hawks. Man, I feel sorry for you, Chris. I feel your pain, man. The Buffalo Bills. You have 31 other teams to cheer for. It's like throwing something on the dartboard and saying, I'm cheering for this team. Who would chill? Who would cheer for a Buffalo Bill anyway? It's not even attractive. You know, like Chicago Bears or, you know, a team in history. The Bills are just awful. If you're if you're a Bills fan and you've been a Bills fan for some tenure, you've seen a lot of things. If you're a Bills fan of 30 plus years, you watch your team lose in the Super Bowl four straight years in a row. You are hardened to life. Life has hardened you for anything to see how much disappointment. And it's cold <laughs> as hell there. No, absolutely. You talk about tundra? Well, Buffalo. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I all seriously, so they do have a future. Uh, I love their quarterback coming. Uh, Josh Allen has shown signs of brilliance. Yes. You look at Cleveland, too. Signs of brilliance in, in Baker Mayfield. Now, you need to build properly. Of course. Properly around that. And we talked about coming from ownership in Cleveland. I think there needs to be a change there. I think there needs to be a change in Buffalo because something is not, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect somewhere. We don't know where. But something. Why can't you, like, you got to phone, when Bill Belichick retires, you got to phone him up and be like, I need, like, the secret to, like, winning championships and outside Tom Brady. Because that team's going to be in trouble, too, when Tom Brady retires, I'll tell you that. 
because there's no backup quarterback there. But what are you doing if Baker Mayfield breaks away? Who's your cornerback? But you look at the same thing in Cleveland or, or Cincinnati. Who Who's your backup quarterback if Patty Mahomes goes down? But that's a team that was terrible for years. Alex Smith came in, changed that. They had a real good run here the last few years. And now everybody counted out the Chiefs. And Patty Mahomes has come out. He is a hack of a college player. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable college player. He flew under the radar. He, nobody was talking about it. Everybody was talking about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Everybody was talking about Josh Rosen. Everybody was talking about Josh Allen. You know, all these quarterbacks this year even. You know, everybody's talking about this kid in uh, kid in Oregon right now. You know, it's – but nobody was talking about Patty Mahomes. No. No. You know, it was all about Deshaun Watson the year before. But now Patty Mahomes has come, and Cleveland and Cincinnati got a diamond in the rough quarterback. And look at him now. Yeah. No, and, of course, you know, Travis Kelsey and all that. Cleveland's good. Cleveland and Buffalo, they have to learn to, to they they got to learn their identity because I think to a point they're lost, David. Oh, of course they they've been lost since I was in diapers. These <laughs> franchises, and I don't know when it's going to change them. Mm. No, get me wrong. As much as I crowned on Buffalo, it was nice seeing them in the playoffs last year. Yeah. Until they got until they they get that Andy Dalton for that, by the way. And and then they put their pants to the Jaguars in the wild card game. Yeah. <laughs> No, and that's another team that's surprised. The Jags aren't very good this year either. No, that's um, a team on downward spiral in a hurry. I think that comes down to Blake Wills. Um, obviously, Leonard Burnett not being healthy, that's another big one. Um, you know, so hopefully they find their way there. Uh, what What do you think now? I don't know if you've seen it. There's a tweet today from Led Bell. He said, emoji, a wave emoji. Peace out, I saw that. Peace out, Miami. Does this mean he's coming to Pittsburgh? Possibly. It could be that, or he's just moving to a new part of Florida. <laughs> but no, I I, I do, do think you, that he's What do you possibly. do, though? What, what, do you, what do you do with your Pittsburgh? James Conner's played, played, played a hell of a you know, role. He's filled the shoes the best he can you know, with what he's got. Obviously, he's not a Led Bell, but he's been a, a damn good running back. So do you just, when Led Bell comes back, do you, just, you don't just sit him. You can. You, do you go back? Do you, do you go into two back backfield? Do you like, want to try like, that? Like New Orleans right now with Ingram and, and Kamara. Kamara, yeah. I mean, if you want if you want to try with a two back system, go knock yourselves out at Pittsburgh. I mean, Green Bay could use Led Bell right now with Aaron Jones dropping as many balls as he is and Ty Montgomery. You got a mixtape? Give it to Aaron Jones. He'll drop it. That's that's fire. He'll drop that fire. <laughs> yeah, he will definitely for sure. Um, trivia question, but go ahead. Yes, yeah, so actually, oh, and, and gang, once again, for the trivia for our different two at Hollies, guys, we got need you to answer this question. We put it up for a while. How many points did LeBron James score in his first ever NBA game in 2003? Answer that. Tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us, whatever. I send a pigeon, I don't care. And yes, and now, of course, our trivia question for our, for the first qualifier. for our First tri- qualifier, remember... Do this. Be here. Answer it. Do whatever you got to do because this is very important if you want to come to Arizona and Vegas for free. All right. So we'll do we'll do a 
Vegas won first. Make, make it hard because I, I, make don't, it hard. Want, I don't want just anybody qualifying. Make it, make it hard. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Make them do their research. Make them, make them want to tune into this. Before, before the Golden Knights became to came to existence, what film producer considered moving the Gold Coyotes to Las Vegas in 2009? What film producer wanted to move the Coyotes to Vegas in 2009? That's your qualifying question for to be entry number one to come join Brad, myself, and Jason Strudwick. In Vegas and Arizona. Oh, it's going to be fun. I can feel the heat already. I'm off to L.A. next week. I will not be in studio. Um, Avery won't be. Uh, Avery. No, I'll be. I'll be in Toronto. Avery I'll, be in Toronto. I'll be in Toronto next week. So I'll be calling. I'll be on the show via Skype next week. And uh, we're I, we're gonna we're gonna see and, and figure things out. But we'll have somebody in studio, uh, and both of us will be remote locations as well. So let's do it. Have a good night, guys. Have a good week. We will see you next week with a new qualifier, new question. Remember, you want to beat the heat with us and Jason Strudwick. Answer that question. Be the first qualifier. We got four this month. Be number one for Avery Lewis McDougall. I'm Brad Barco. Good night. We'll see you next week. Later. Stay classy, Cleveland.